नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चार वर्क पॉडकास्ट एज ऑलवेज इट्स योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा टुडेज डिस्कशन इज स्पेशल स्पेशल बिकॉज इट्स द फर्स्ट वन दैट आई एम कंडक्टिंग ऑन दिस वेरी सब्जेक्ट एंड आई टेल यू हाउ आई केम अक्रॉस इट सो यू नो आई जस्ट स्क्रोलिंग थ्रू ट्विटर एंड आई सॉ एन आर्टिकल रिटन ऑन वॉइस डॉट कॉम एंड आई क्लिक इट एंड आई रेड इट एंड द मोमेंट आई रेड दैट आर्टिकल माई इनिशियल फीलिंग वॉज god damn what have we done or god damn what are we doing and i immediately contacted uh, the writer of the article and luckily her dm was open because that's another thing on twitter otherwise how do we contact people and mm. uh, after that uh, you know the so i'm very happy to uh, have uh, nurang reena nurang thanks for coming on the podcast thank you thank you um, for having me kushal So let's start with this Nurang uh, I want you to tell the listeners and the viewers of this podcast a bit about yourself your story so uh, so please go for it Okay <laughs> Um so I am uh, a researcher a writer from Arunachal Pradesh I'm currently enrolled in a PhD program in 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 one of the most talked about university in the country which is JNU uh, <laughs> and uh, besides that i i am a social activist uh, uh, I've, i've been working on the ground for women's rights and human rights violations in the northeast primarily in my state arunachal for uh, for, for, for for some time um and uh, uh, before i quit my job in 2017 18 i was a assistant professor in delhi university and i quit primarily because i felt the country wasn't sharing uh mine and many other stories from the northeast my father was murdered in 2017 he was a social worker and a politician and i quit my job primarily to make some noise in the country um to dedicate a couple of years to get his story out but uh again um no no news channels no media would pick up my story because one a it was a story from the northeast second uh, i was a student from jnu and it didn't work well for me or many from the region who are like me um so besides that i've been uh, reading writing making noise about things that are not right in the country uh, i'm angry i'm hurt i've been 28 years of my existence as a second class citizen as a tribal as a woman and uh, therefore the, the the story that i wrote provide was was nothing but uh, an outburst of anger and hurt of over the years of my experience as an indian in this country right nurang so let's start with the first half uh, of the article and i and i and let's uh, unpack things from there so mm-hmm. when you say um that i like the dichotomy you created that on one hand you have the jnu angle so there is a certain section of society which obviously has an allergy to jnu i don't know why because jnu also has an, one of the most amazing science departments in this country i mean wo bhi jnu hi hai but apparently mm-hmm. no no jnu means everything is bad mm-hmm. I, i think that's a ridiculous yeah. attitude to have so i i personally don't agree with that and on the other mm-hmm. side you mentioned this um, the tyranny of distance like anything that is delhi centric gets the news yeah. now and yeah. anything i i think it was rajdeep sardesai who had mentioned this yeah, earlier, yes. but we mm. yes yes uh, so uh, mm. but the funny part is uh, yeah he mentioned it but he's not fixed it in his own work which is kind of ironical which which which, which mm. i've never figured out till date so so let's talk a little bit more about that so why do you think this this tyranny of distance and uh, so we can break down the jnu part later on because that's been beaten okay. down to death anyways but yeah, i want to yeah. understand this 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 whole method of where people just don't want to talk about issues in the northeast why do you think that happens in your view um i think first of all there's a big gap between you know the 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 capital and the periphery where i come from uh people in the capital or or just in the cities do not have any understanding of the history politics culture anything about the region abhi popular media mein jo thora mora dikhta hai say bollywood or anything like that 
people buy that and they think this is how it is and they form their biases and uh, the you know uh, attitude towards the region on that basis and and kahi na kahi you know this pare likhe log the upper middle class or the privileged unko ye lagta hai ki ha hum humne jaan liya hai humne ye movie dekh liya hai bas itna hi kafi hai but nobody will take an extra effort to go find out or research ki what is the story behind reality kya hai iske piche so that that is that secondly i think of of my years of experience as a researcher and writer there is this i don't know i may get into trouble for this but there is this there is no will no political will you know from the leaders of this country to to give space to minority voices to minority identities histories if there is no will then there is there, there is nothing else that's going to take place uh mere idea of accommodation or integration does not work because then it's a failed country because you are not representing minority voices you're not representing minority identities you're not representing uh marginalized history uh giving few mere spaces in bollywood or kuch i don't know some you know positions here in the capital as congress worker or bjp worker i i don't think that's that's how it is you know so that that so the the question coming back to your question you know why why is there so much gap what does not affect at your doorstep is always seen as not your problem what happens in the northeast what ha- happens uh in kashmir it does not people think it does not affect us aapke ghar mein khana ban raha hai aapke ghar mein khane ko hai to bhukmari nahi hai you know it is that kind of a notion that people carry and they believe it also uh i think also uh, the other point is the lack of empathy uh you know the lack of empathy to really understand the growth humanitarian crisis that takes place in the periphery of this country uh people often say you know a lot of people that i meet during my uh, studies during as as a, as a teaching profession when i was doing students and my colleagues would say oh not this is such a paradise so beautiful uh, then i would ask them where have you seen it or heard it they have never traveled but they they think it is so beautiful ab kahan se pata chala news ya kuch channel ya kuch kuch ye wagaira wagaira uh when i talk about human rights violations when i talk about women's rights issue they think it's a myth because they have not seen it they have not heard it and and then where then where, where is the problem the problem is the media is not doing their job why can't media or why can't journalists be assigned to go to the northeast and pick up real stories aap guwahati mein baith ke ya delhi mein baith ke just uh you know with the desktop journalism karte ho northeast ke upar i don't think that's fair and it's unjust you know so so i think there is an overall uh unwillingness political social uh unwillingness from the country to really understand the region uh but everybody has a solution to it ye kar do wo kar do you know solution dene mein sab sab you know everybody is ready ha wahan pe jawan bhej do rasta band karwa do north east ko ye kar do wo kar do i'm nobody knows where the problem is i think in order to find a solution or a resolve we need to understand the root causes of the problem and nobody wants to do that yeah so let's now let's get into the root causes of the problem so what would you say are the real problems that that are faced by the northeastern people let us start with what was the meat of your article and i and i really okay. want you to talk about it that you said that you you know the article uh, it clearly stated that as a tribal woman that was the title of the article as a tribal woman in india yeah. i've lived with racism all my life now yeah. when mm. when you when you say that what do you really mean can you can you tell us a bit about that okay um first of all uh, you know i come from a place jahan pe kabhi kabhi teen din tak bhi electricity nahi hota hai right and it's a problem that has been forever we so in order to 
make our livelihood in order to get a better education, health, or make a, make a meaningful life, most of us come out of the state, right? We come to Delhi, Mumbai. There's a huge number of youngsters coming out of the region. When you don't have access to good educational institutions, health, employment, you're forced in a way to come out of your comfort zone. And when you come here, you are told that you are not good enough. You are not meritorious enough. You don't speak Hindi. You don't look like me. You don't eat like me. You don't sound like me. How am I supposed to accept you? So, how are you supposed to make you tick all those boxes that makes you supposedly a successful person? Get a good job, career, you know, settle down. Half of your life you're trying to evade all this violence around you. And violence is what? It's not necessarily somebody killing you right away. It is that covert act of violence every day that you face, and which I mentioned in, in, in the article. As a woman going out, being asked of my price, um, you know, in the university is being told, oh, you don't speak good English, or, uh, you know, you will not win that election. You will not get that hostel uh, room. It's, it's, it's all of these structural constraints that come our way. And when I say our, no, let me talk about me. It, it just ruins you, you know, mentally, emotionally. And then you, you just struggle all your life trying to prove. Uh, and even when you get something good, I have always doubted myself, am I good enough to get this? You know, so, so like I wrote in the article, we dream with inhibition. You know, we, we don't want to dream big because it might shatter very soon. Or, or, or put in the other way, we think we are not good enough for that. So, so, so this is what happens. So the problem is actually the region itself cut off from this so-called the mainland India. We have huge problems of underdevelopment, corruption. Uh, talk about elections. I, I come from a political family. I grew up, uh, I was very close to my father. I knew what the problems of the state are. How corruption has uh, destroyed the political and social fabric of our society. Uh, youngsters are frustrated. Alcoholism, frustration has uh, brought them down to a level that people just they don't know what to do. Because after five years, people are getting that so-called uh, package salary to vote for their uh, elected leaders. They don't know what to do. I know it. I've grown up in that atmosphere. But, but some of us taking the courage, we leave our state and we come out. And you do not belong to this country. You do not deserve this position. It, you know, then, then how do you make peace with things? And do you pack your bags and leave? I know so many of my friends, some, a lot of my relatives left uh, packing their bags because they said they can't do it. So when they leave the cities and go back to the village, I think it's a failure of the country. It's a failure of all of us together pointing fingers at that person saying, you do not deserve this because you are a tribal, you're a minority from this country. I was told so many times in, in metros by men when I rejected their uh, uh, sexual, you know, uh, invitations. They said, Apna desh chale jao. I've been told on my face. Yeah. So, so, the, so I just yeah. wanted to ask you, ye jo, they tell you, Aap apne desh chale jao. So, I mean, uh, pardon uh, my French, because I mean, you yeah. can swear on a podcast. Uh, that's the good thing about being on YouTube. I mean, have you ever told these jackasses, Bhutani ke mein mere desh mein yu? <laughs> First of all, all these slangs come out in very vulgar language. And when they know that I can speak Hindi, I give it back in Hindi saying, and then they, I remember they giving me such, such vulgar Punjabi slangs that I couldn't register it. 
and I knew that it was vulgar, but I didn't know the meaning. And all I all I could say was, and I couldn't say anything. I was so young, I didn't understand. I didn't have the right language. I just started crying and almost locked myself up in my room for days and days. But now I'm not afraid. You know, now I know because I have education, I have exposure, and I have the social capital. I know who to, who I can reach out to. I can express. Now I'm not afraid. But ten years back, it was it was such such a miserable uh, plight because one just doesn't know how to come to terms with the new changes. You know, abhi abhi gaon se nikle and then suddenly in the cities you're just bombarded with all of these new experiences. It, it's just it's not pleasant yeah so let's talk about uh, so in the article you talk about this uh, systemic racism obviously you start by acknowledging that the constitution has made sure that it does not discriminate in fact the constitution in its own way has tried to accommodate as many people through yeah. different interventions but uh, yeah. obviously uh, there is a constitutional reality uh, mm. and there is a lived reality and uh, so here's my query with you so this is something that i always try to grapple myself now now for the record i am someone who so called uh, like i say i don't i belong to the non left in india i don't believe india has a right wing india has something that they say is the non left like we are not the left <laughs> they don't know what they are but they're not the left that that's all <laughs> but i am someone to be to be very open with you i'm pro reservations like i've always been pro reservations mm -hmm. from and it stems from my personal experience as i shared with you on offline uh, about working mm -hmm. in many villages in india working in slums yeah, in mumbai yeah. and doing those mm -hmm. projects so i am very pro reservations but so at the institutional level where i'm talking mm. about the constitution we have tried to fix these problems but it's still somewhere down the line at a cultural level and 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 i like to call it my, my good friend uh, you know who's a scholar from delhi university abhinav prakash he always says you know he tells me in hindi and abhinav ne hamesha bola tha ki abhinav tells me yaar is desh ki samasya bhai bhatijawad hai to agar yeah abhinav always tells me that he's like yaar koi agar aaya na तो समझ ले कोई यादव आया तो वो सिर्फ यादवों को हायर करेगा अगर कोई ठाकुर आया तो वो सिर्फ ठाकुरों को हायर करेगा और कर अगर कोई दूसरी प्रांत से कोई आया वो सिर्फ अपने प्रांत के लोगों को हायर करता है सो हाउ डू वी गेट ओवर दिस प्रॉब्लम ऑफ ए बी नॉट द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल वन बट दिस कल्चरल ग्रुपिज्म how do we get over yeah. this that that's what and i want you to share the experiences from the cultural point of view because that's what you state hmm. in the example in the article yeah 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 hmm. oh uh, very very happily i will i will share this uh, you know like i said in in the in the article there's a constitutional aspiration but there is a lived reality which has not arrived any close to that constitutional aspiration when uh, uh, b r ambedkar drafted the constitution his idea was nothing to do with you know for wealth or for power but it was more to do with uh revival of human personality and freedom for human rights that's all right um sadly we still haven't arrived at that place it's so far away uh you talked about reservation i'm a first generation woman from my family to achieve higher education my mother is illiterate father failed class 10 uske baad he got into student politics and that was his life like my father all his most of his colleagues could never finish beyond class 10 and my mother most of her sisters and her colleagues never even saw the school gate you know now for me to come out of my state sit for an entrance exam in delhi university in jnu how do you expect me to in 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 the layman's language compete with with people who are coming as a second or third generation whose parents have had social cultural capital i never read about feminism i never read about marxism socialism you talk about anything i i didn't even know all of this but it was for me to to get into a space like du and jnu allowed me you know to have access to such literature and to understand the whole the, uh, even to understand the constitution for that matter who am i as a tribal what what are my rights what am i in this country um you know where is my place and as a woman so it, it was for me like a lot of people get into academics 
uh, knowing that they want to. But for me, it was like a trial and error. I didn't even know what this was until I got into it. And then I said, yes, I want to do it because I want to read. I want to explore. And nobody guided me. It was, it was an accident that I'm here. So it's like me, there are some, many of my contemporaries who have gone through the same fate. Uh, we, we, whenever we meet, we always talk about where our life was a couple of years back and how did we come this far. And even in those, getting through those uh, entrance exams and sitting in those classrooms where you see clear the vision of the social class, right? Like I wrote in the, in, in, in the article when I was teaching, it was the same thing that I had experienced when I was a student. Most of us and me, I would be sitting on the backside, even afraid to speak out what I thought, because I'm always thinking, I, I'm, I, I might have gotten that literature wrong. No, I cannot understand that. There's this constant doubt in me that I'm scared to even open my mouth. And when the professors would say, you know, uh, I hope the class is clear, even if I didn't understand, I would just nod my head. Because... Because there was always a question of the quota reservation student. Because you believe it or not, even the professors in the classroom would be very, very discriminatory in terms of how they behave with students from different uh, backgrounds. If I remember uh, tribal students or most of us ST category students would be said, oh, you, you scored 80%, but but how did you get to this college? Because this is supposed to be 90 percentile and above. Oh, it must be your quota. So from then onwards to the third year, most of us are branded as the quota student. And whatever we do or we say or we perform is always just to that lens. Ki aapko quota se hi admission mila hai. Shayad aapke intellect itna acha hai nahi. Shayad nahi bhi ho. Usme burai kya hai. The question is, how have we come this far? And why is this quota system important? Nobody's talking about that. In fact, reservation so we are made to feel guilty about it. Nobody wants yeah. to understand that, you know. Uh, I remember also then when I was teaching in uh, Delhi University, I remember one time uh, in between my lectures, we took 10, 15 minutes off and I said, let's talk about reservation and affirmative action. And I remember there was a big halla in the classroom. Uh, one of the students said, Jab tak arakshan hai, ye desh aage barega. And I wanted her to come and write that on the board and explain to me what she meant. Because she was so angry, she said, ye log se aa jate hai, mera seat le lete hai. And this is exactly what the popular uh, narrative is. I made her write that sentence on the board and I told her, do you see students from Hindi speaking class, from poor families, from tribal backgrounds, ask them who their parents are. And you will not believe me, Kushal, most of them had farmers as their parents. Most of them were illiterate, had no money, farming How do you expect them to compete again in that term? with only English-speaking upper-middle-class family from Delhi or Mumbai. It's not fair, you know? And then, and then it's not fair all the more to be judged and made to feel guilty of, of nothing that's their fault. This country has had a very long checkered past. Assimilation, integration has, hasn't happened as it was supposed to. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I don't know if you've seen my talk on TEDx where I've always talked, I've, I've, I've talked about this, that the, 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 you know, the idea of India cannot be India without all these constituents. Of, uh, if, you, if you remove these stories, these histories, it's not India anymore, you know. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. And uh, that's where I, I like the part in the article where you stated that acknowledgement is the key to to resolve, resolve the issue yeah, and, yeah. and i'm someone who uh, 
I mean, anybody who knows the history of my podcast will know that I'm a straight shooter. I will, I will always stand up for the rights of people to express themselves. I'm absolutist when it comes to freedom of speech to the extent of hate speech too. Yeah, people hate that part about me because I even support hate speech. I may not like it, but I support it. That that's just my nature. And uh, and I I I totally agreed with that part of the article when you said let's acknowledge. we have a problem mm-hmm. let's acknowledge yeah. we've messed up yeah. Yeah. now yeah. now i i believe i think uh, and 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 correct me if, if my my feeling is wrong and and i'm very mm-hmm. open to be corrected uh, but i do see as a kid growing up at least when i studied in bombay yes maybe we were not aware of these things but but when i meet college kids at least in mumbai now and Uh, yeah. I, i don't know about delhi i'll i'll be very honest but you know being maybe it's a mumbai culture we are so i think mumbai just tends to bring you and make you uh, make you more liberal and open minded in certain ways than the rest mm. of the country mm. i've noticed that about yeah. and and yeah people can say i'm a chauvinistic mumbai guy it's okay <laughs> i i love the city and and i have seen that uh, not that mumbai is perfect we have tons of problems because i've i've seen them in slums mm. in mumbai when i've worked but but i still believe that maybe in mumbai we have not seen that level of a streak but so mm-hmm. how do we go about making people understand and convincing them we have a problem so gurang how would we uh, how would we go about let's say if i am an ignoramus i think the world mm-hmm. is a bed of roses and i have a conversation mm-hmm. with you so how would you convince me that no we do have a problem and i have to acknowledge it how would we go about that um i think access to information and making stories visible i think these are two things that's so important because uh anything that is unfamiliar is always mm, confusing and scary right um uh i i think uh we we have to talk more about it uh we need more representation uh in the parliament in the media in popular culture in academic institutions uh it in in every kind of institutions that one can think of we need more faces which are from the marginalized community and that and that's how we are able to share our experience and tell our stories um when you said there are there is you you haven't heard so much of these kind of experience in mumbai it's probably because you have not had people from the northeast around you much right uh, when you don't yeah when you don't have uh, such people from such communities around you uh, you don't have access to their stories um yeah uh, what i'm trying to say is if we don't make our stories visible if we don't talk about it we are not letting the world know we are not letting the fellow indians know um stories documentations all of this is so important to you know uh, uh to tell to tell the country that there is this part of history and present that people are not aware of uh when i said acknowledgement um you know everybody was going crazy over uh, the whole black lives movement in the us um and 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 the same people living in the us the indians living in the us will will post that that racism exists in india but i am sure these are the same people who who are not even aware of the problems in 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 its own country they raise caste classism or maybe they are but because it does not affect them at that point but when they move to the us or canada or australia and they are called brown or pakki or you bloody indians or whatever it is then it strikes them you know when 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 problems knock at your door it is when things make sense to you um so i think i think uh, for for acknowledgement i would say is making our stories visible talking about it more people more representations in all institutions of this country uh allow us to share our stories allow us to tell you our experience uh 
I will tell you something. In the past couple of months, when the whole um, COVID-19 started and there was a lot of racist attacks on on the northeastern people, uh, a lot of people got in touch with me. They wanted to get a bite from me, write articles and all of that. And I did. I did give them a lot of interviews. All that happened. A couple of weeks later, when uh, the focus started shifting to some other news. I remember reaching out to one of the journalists and said I wanted to write an article on my experience. And the, the, the journalist said that, oh, we have done enough of stories on racism on the Northeastern people, and we are not taking any more stories. My point is, Vishal, when someone doesn't die, racism in India does not make noise. When Nidotanya died in 2014, it was then people said, ah, racism is there. Ah, abuai. Nay, it's kapse thaye. My point is, if journalists, if people like you, who, who can disseminate information to, to the rest of the country, do not pick up such important issues, who is going to do it? We don't have the power to do it. I may write tons of stories, but if publishers or journalists or uh, media people do not pick and publish, Nobody's going to read it. It may be, I have written tons of them and I have like thousands, thousands of articles written on my laptop, but it depends on the will and the intention of people who hold the power to disseminate information. You know, so I think a lot of uh, uh, responsibilities from the government side. One is to make our history and culture in the syllabus of this Indian textbook, the, the CBSE textbook. Make children known the stories. Tell them the stories. There are there are eight regions and then eight states in the northeastern region. Let's talk about our past. Let's talk about our stories. Nobody's doing that. Why have we cancelled out on that? That is my question. Why have we missed out on that? Such an important part of making an India, you know, or making this country India. Um, then second is media and journalists. Uh, like, like I said in, in the introduction, when I was, uh, I quit my job primarily. Nobody quits a very fulfilling job like teaching, but I did because even my position as an assistant professor wasn't making enough noise. And when I was reaching out to journalists, Northeast ke kahani hai, you know, I, I could name the channels, but I just don't want to right now. But I had really bad experiences. I had written like 100 emails. Nobody got in touch with me. And later I got to know from my friends who worked with them saying, your pitch has not been accepted. Then I said, then where do we go? You know, so it's, it's problems at every level. And uh, now I'm not saying that having people from marginalized communities in certain institutions will make things easier for us, but at least there will be uh, story sharing. People will understand. People may begin to empathize. Uh, I think that's so important. And, and, some, and, and primarily this is important, I think, as a researcher and writer, I believe we have to write our own stories. We have to break the narrative that the popular culture or media self in the name of, you know, uh, whatever their agenda is. Because when somebody else is writes our stories, it is always, always understood and written through their lens, and which is an outsider's lens. And that is why I took up writing and research so seriously, because hey, nahi you know, people only look at the region and go like, beautiful, exotic woman, uh, coal mines, a <laughs> lot of resources, um, you know, uh, pack your bags and go for music festivals. That's about it. But yeah. nobody bothers or cares to even look beyond what's there. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. But uh, so here's my th uh, question then. Let's say mm. this has been done. So I'll share a narrative with you. I think this was a two or three years ago when there was another 
something had happened and Northeasterners were again getting attacked. So I clearly remember doing this thing because I know for a fact where I stay in Mumbai, there are a lot of Northeastern mm. girls who are working. So yeah. I'll tell you, this is one solid experience that, that I tried to help them. And I, I just thought it was my duty as a citizen of India. So I remember again, you know, there was this fear. I think it was some student clash and then it led to some skirmishes and, um, I remember reaching out to all these girls because they're usually working in spas and salons and a lot of these places. And and I know that for a fact, a lot of these poor girls work there. And and I, I, I remember a, a few of us, uh, he had, we had personally gone and reached out to each and every one of those places. And we had told them, look, uh, if you have any problems, we left our numbers. It was like, you know, you reach out to us one person touches you and says anything to you we will go and fight with the cops but here's my point i, I still don't get it like in my brain it doesn't mm. arise that how you look matters like that's not mm. how my brain is trained yeah. so where have we failed why the hell are there so many people in this goddamn country that think like that. I mean, I could not even think like that. I mean, I don't know why they think like that. So where have we failed? Like, explain this to me. Like, when I look mm. at you, I don't care how you look like. Like, I'll tell you, I'm a dark-skinned guy. Believe me, I know what dark-skinned comments are. I mean, I have lived that mm. in my life. I've been called Kalu. You know, you know the whole thing in India is, right? I mean, you get called mm. all kinds of things in India. I've faced that in my own life. A, I ne it never bothered me. I could care less. I, mean, I think you just waltz forward in your life because I was like, you know what? I'm better than you. Screw you. But that's how mm -hmm. I dealt with it. But I know, I know that it is one thing to be dark-skinned and upper caste. And it is another mm -hmm. thing to be dark-skinned and lower caste. I know that. I know that. Exactly. And, and people, pe people might say, oh, are you talking about intersectionality? No, it's not intersectionality. It's common sense. They just called mm -hmm. it a word. I, I I did not know about the word intersectionality seven years ago until I started researching. Okay, it's also a theory. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. thought it was mm -hmm. common sense. We were growing up with our childhood. So, but where, why can't we even explain something as basic as, yes, people have different uh, features and they can still be yeah. belonging to one country. Why, why is it that mm -hmm. hard? Uh, how can we be so dumb is my question, basically. I think at least in, in my understanding, uh, I mean, studying and teaching political science, one thing is sure that it is politics that has divided all of us. Um, politicians using identity politics for their interest. Bar uh, bar, you know, Rajniti ke naam pe, dharm, caste, class. If you, 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 the politicians will keep using this as a means to divide people. Or we buy that argument because we see our leaders as the God, as the Messiah. Why can't we question our leaders as well? And when we question, as anti-national uh, Borders pe jawan mar rahe aur aap yahan leaders ko gali de rahe. Questioning leadership is not betrayal. It's not. It's not something. It's 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 not something that is bad. In fact, if you want to build a good country, you have to question leadership. There has to be accountability. So in a lot of ways, this whole you know exercise with you know uh, elections. Uh, uh, appointing leadership, <clears throat> we have ended up, uh, you know, being being fools. We have been used as fools for their purpose and for their interest. Uh, because of this, look, uh, Hindu is a Muslim, That has become so pervasive that we have somehow imbibed all of those. And, and every day that we live, we seem to 
embody those uh, uh, you know those virtues so whenever so, so what i mean is the cultural representation and the political representation when i am walking on the street i am being seen as suppose uh, a northeast woman who is loose in character jo mardo ke sath jaldi you know sone ko razi hai ye hai wo kahan se aa raha hai this is this is coming from this cultural representation from movies from media and कहीं ना कहीं इतना रिपीट हो जाता है कि ये ही असलियत बन जाता है राइट वेन समथिंग इज रिपीटेड अगेन इन अगेन इट बिकम्स तो वही हो रहा है आप दलित को बोल रहे हो ये लोग गंदे हैं, मुसलमान को बोल रहे हो ये लोग खराब है आप आप हेट स्पीच को इतना कन्वेक्शन से कहते हो कि वो सच बन जाता है एंड दैट इज वॉट हैज है 9 pm every day with your hindi news channel mostly hindi news channels and some of the bullshit english news channels you see you are instigating violence by spreading false narrative about certain communities certain people certain sections of the people uh, certain sections of the community which is wrong and you look at the country you know we talk about Uh, attaining certain gdp markers you know as a as a mark of development literacy and education is not backward here abhi tak we haven't even able to come out of that how do you expect people from the poor poor community who have however access to tv consuming that hate speech false narrative 24/7 and abhi to lockdown hai imagine how much of consumption of the news from 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 these news channels up every day ye news consume karte ho and when you walk out of the of your home home just even to buy a grocery and if you say a musliman or dalit or a, or a tribal standing close to you your immediate reaction is ha ye log aise log hai you will not even question kyunki hum apna jo brain switch off jo kar lete hai na ki this leader has said this this news channel has said this and then we have this close knit community who think like us so hum log wohi vicious circle mein ghoomte rehte hain i am talking with my fellow uh, say neighbor who exactly thinks like me because he is consuming the same news from the same channel right i i think it's so important to bring bring an alternative or or at least the true re, true narrative what sometimes what you see is not true a lot of times the truth is hidden and that is so important for people like you me you know fall asleep and say let's write the truth let's speak the truth that that is so important yeah but, but don't you think somewhere down the line uh, uh, uh this is my view and you can disagree okay. with me i think yeah. don't you think it uh, the media and the movies are an easy scapegoat to blame i think hmm. somewhere down the line community leaders right uh, society is mm-hmm. a very complex phenomenon right like look at society yeah. as an ev- uh, as an evolu- at, at at an evolutionary level look i'm a godless okay. guy so i only look at things yeah. at, at an evolutionary level society yeah. is a complex uh, phenomenon with multiple variables and and bollywood and maybe the news channels are are one part of it i'm not denying what happens mm. there yeah yeah but yeah. but then it's not like the hate is only peddled on a type or b type i think yeah like i don't watch news channels to be very honest it's been 6 years now i don't watch mm. any news channel in india i, I don't care if it's yeah. a left wing news channel i don't care if it's a, I'll, i'll take a name i don't care if it's republic i don't care if it's times now i don't care if it's mm. ndtv i don't care if it's india today for me they are all garbage i don't watch any mm. of them i'm being very open and and this is not you taking the names this is me taking the names and mm. uh, i have because i have realized that the way they hold those discussions that adversarial way of having a discussion where you know it's as if you know it's it's a battle of gladiators or it's a battle of two warlords and yeah. oh you believe in one thing and i believe oh, so let's let's talk about you and i look i'm very open i'm not on the left i have never hidden mm. that fact i reached out to you right i i yeah. i felt your pain when i read your article now mm. maybe people can have political differences like i have many friends mm. who are left wing 
they know mm. my ideology they know what i think i'm i'm someone who believes in capitalism it's i'm not mm. a monster it doesn't mean that mm. but i at the same time i support reservation so what are you going to club me at like, like i always mm. tell my friends tu mujhe kya batayega main reservation support mm. karta hu magar mujhe capitalism acha lagta hai ab main kya main mm. main monster ho gaya kyunki main capitalism support karta hu do you mm. think somewhere down the line we have lost and we are losing our art mm. of reaching out to each other what i notice is that like when i reached out to you i did not attribute yeah. any malice to you in my head yeah. i was like wow look at this painful story this story mm. needs to be heard i want to reach out to her because i don't attribute any i don't care if and i'm being very open with you i don't care if you dislike modi i don't care if you dislike rss i don't care if you dislike hindutva but if your story is real it deserves to be heard how does it matter mm. whom you like or you dislike is your story yeah. real or not that's what matters Where, why mm. do you think we're not and and being very honest to you very few mm. people on the left want to talk to a guy like me because they think i'm a mm. bigot but am mm. i a bigot I, I'm talking about these things too because I believe in my country. I believe in rights of marginalized communities. But maybe I have different solutions. Maybe I believe that capitalism is the answer. Maybe the Dalit Chamber of Commerce is the answer to bringing people up. While we need reservations, we also need laissez-faire capitalism. Why do you think we are not able to do these things in our society? And this is a more generalized thing. Where have we failed yeah. that we've stopped reaching out to each other? Mm-hmm. uh you know it reminds me of this lecture that i was listening to this morning uh, by uh, by a political thinker martha nosbaum um yeah. she says love love is is a very powerful emotion to have political justice or to uh, to achieve political justice so she talks about the idea of uh, empathy or uh, let's begin with sympathy forget empathy sympathy is something that we take it for granted if we if you practice sympathy only within your family it is not something ordinary extraordinary but if sympathy goes beyond your doors to your neighbors and to your larger society that is when you are actually doing something good for the society apne ghar mein karna badi baat nahi hai wo to hum karte hi hai right so that is the question and that is where we are failing actually we we have no imagination of sympathy or empathy because at the end everybody is just thinking of अपना मेरा मेरा बच्चा मेरा माँ मेरा बाप मेरा घर मेरा गाड़ी मेरा नौकरी एंड दैट इज वेर वी आर ऑल फेलिंग बिकॉज अंटिल वी बिल्ड दिस आइडिया ऑफ यू नो अ कलेक्टिव काइंड ऑफ यू नो सोसाइटी दैट इज समथिंग आई मीन आई माई साउंड सो यूटोपियन बट दैट इज आई थिंक दैट वुड बी वन ऑफ द ग्रेटेस्ट resolve or a solution you know to building a better society because um you know aapke ghar pe agar khana ban raha hai aur aap apne hi parivar ko khila rahe ho but you see right outside your window there are poor people sitting there with no food and if you don't feel anything for them i don't know how are we even be, you know going to begin this conversation and i'm not saying you give up your food and uh, you know bhook hartal pe reh jao or you starve yourself but the point is how do we feed these poor people for the rest of their life you know we generate employment we do something we accommodate them we have to find how to rehabilitate them it's not ek bar khana dene se band ho jayega you know so i guess we really need first of all sympathy empathy yes but then strategies how to move forward um it's 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 easy to talk about you know what is the idea of india we can think of 100 things but how do we really go forward and that is something i think a lot of us are talking about uh i think especially during the whole lockdown period when we see the greatest human tragedy that we can see outside our windows what do we do and i see a lot of my friends on the streets they're working for uh, migrant communities all of that they have all gone back home but now they now they've been asked by their employees to come back at or employer to come back they're saying we are not going to go back because they are hurt and it is not about the money but it is about that 
empathy and sympathy that they did not receive um uh, you must have already heard so many uh, stories of so many men dying one particular story because from the northeast i just want to say this this young guy from meghalaya uh who who was living a very bad bad life according to societal standards he was into stealing and you know he he would uh, make his life by stealing didn't do much for him and i, I think he really was depressed and he got out of uh, meghalaya shillong and he came to agra and he found a job uh as i think it was a small uh, restaurant and when the lockdown happened his employer chose to be inhuman in in my language and told him to pack his bag and leave and now with the lockdown he didn't have anywhere to go and no money to survive he was just kicked out for this young guy who came all the way from meghalaya wanting to start a life to change his life because he did not want to end his life being a thief all his life right usko bhi kuch karna tha so he came out and when he came here with the lockdown he didn't know what to do he ended up committing suicide and that is what where we are feeling you know we are not acknowledging human stories we are not acknowledging uh freedom and dignity of everyone जिसके साथ पावर है जिसके साथ पैसा है वो 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 कानून बना रहा है और उस एंड एंड दे आर मेकिंग लॉज एंड रूल्स हु इज गेटिंग इनटू द सिस्टम हाउ इज दैट फेयर यू नो आई विश दिस इज माय जेन्युइन एंड अर्नेस्ट विश दैट पीपल हु हैव मनी एंड पावर आई होप एंड विश दे रीड दे ट्रैवल दे ऑब्जर्व एंड दे सी व्हाट दे कैन डू विद देयर पावर एंड पोजीशन if you are just building money minting money for your company and for your family i'm sorry you are not a successful person you will be successful only when you use that money for philanthropy for goodwill help others help others live at least a better life from what they were living aapke ghar mein ek gaadi kam pad gaya to aap mar to nahi jaoge na But at least you can save lives you know i mean at the end of the day we are all going to die why not do something meaningful and have a purpose in life you know and and i might sound so utopian and like a first class socialist but that is that is where you know that is where i'm hurt because everybody is so greedy everybody just wants things for themselves my 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 then where do we develop or build sympathy and empathy like you said that is the result that you know i hear you and i think uh, this is where uh, you and i can meet that uh, somewhere I, i in my view sometimes in our life yeah. people people have confused the uh, the pursuit of material growth yeah with uh, lack of empathy and i think this is where the divide between uh, the left and the right has come in 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 the world okay i think you can have a pursuit of material growth i'll give you a very good example right okay of uh, a philosopher who came up with this idea of uh, i think it was the stepping stones were set by peter singer and then later on will mccaskill and many other peters uh, people built on this philosophy it's called effective altruism so now what does effective altruism say right so the whole idea is that you should have that uh, you know you should feel for other people so whatever you make you decide a chunk of that oh. money should go to charity right uh, i think oh, a lot of yeah. religions have also spoken about it it's not that religions have not spoken about it but yes effective altruism what does it says once you decide to do charity you should be very smart in your charity where you get the most bang mm. for your buck so so they have something called the givewell.org where they mm. they actually do proper analyses and they say okay if you give to this organization which gives to malaria nets you might end up saving mm. much more lives etc etc and something very interesting that they said was here's mm. where you could use capitalism so you should do the best job that pays you the most because when you get mm. the highest salary you can take the maximum out of it and you can give it to other people so this is a unique way where you have socialism but you have capitalism too so you are a hardcore capitalist 
but you have a socialist mm. heart. So, so I think yeah. somewhere down the line, in my mm. view, and, and this is my analysis, that I, empathy or, uh, I mean, it's a very interesting thing. Paul Bloom thinks empathy is irrational, but he doesn't deny empathy. He says we, uh, it's, it's something else. So Paul Bloom has interesting views on these two. But in my view, I don't know. I was raised in a house where it was always about you should feel for other people. You should care for other people. I think somewhere down the line, family also has a role to play how your parents bring you up. I mean, for me, it was so natural to go to a village and work for people. It was so natural to go to a slum and work for people. And also, also, and I want to know your views, especially. I think somewhere down the line, we also have stereotyped everywhere. Like, I'll tell you what would make me happy. I'd yeah. be happy when a Gurang Reena would be known not mm. just as a Northeastern activist, but yeah. she would be known as an Indian who has an opinion on multiple things. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to normalize that. I, I, I hope mm. you're seeing where I'm coming from. I think we exactly. need to pocket, yeah, yeah. pocket everyone. Ki agar haan bhai, yeah. tu, tu, tu agar uh, hai, to tu 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 agar northeast se hai, to tu sirf, uh, aam, uh, uh-huh. pe bolega, to tu Kashmir se hai, tu, bhai, tu Kashmir se hai, magar tu You see, that's where the integration mm. happens. So, what do you think about yeah. that? Oh, I agree to that because uh, in my experience as well, uh, I've always been introduced more as a tribal writer, woman writer, but but I always have this conversation with my fellow friends and writers. There is this need to be identified as the the context from where we come from, but at the same time, uh, I think we are always, you know, failing to or, or rather falling into the trap of really you know uh, uh, what do you call that uh, box 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 karke sabko categorize karna and to be very honest I, I i do take offense when uh, like like when i uh, research and i want to contribute certain articles <clears throat> i remember some of the journalists that the editors would return my article saying, but you don't work on this area. You know, you, you are, how, how do I uh, uh, get convinced that the point is, so I will be an expert only on Northeastern issues, but not on other things. So again, again, I think we're all failing in that. And I think in the larger sense, yes, all of us are always, uh, falling into that trap again. I wish we could all come out of those prejudices, all come out of all those limitations, you know, see each other as humans, see each other as capable, learned humans, and we all practice, really practice humanity. I mean, yeah, breaking all these stereotypes. Yeah, without singing John Lennon's Imagine, which I, I believe is the, the most impractical song on planet Earth, <laughs> in my honest opinion. But but yeah. but the, the, these are my genuine sentiments. So before I'm conscious of your time. So one last question and uh, then I'll let you go. But uh, so so obviously you've been now in this field, you left your job. So give me a positive pitch. Come on. Now let's end this on a positive pitch. So tell me. So okay. where do you see where do you see hope? Let's leave everybody who listens to this or watches this later with some hope too. So I want you to give a positive hope. What do you see? What are the active steps uh, that you see we're going to be taking in the future and we 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 are making progress because if you ask me personally, mm. yes, uh again I'm more in the Western sense, I would be more in the Hobbesian side where I'm like Pinker, where if you look at the data of the last thousand years, mankind is becoming better. I mean, the data doesn't lie. We are becoming better on all. It's like I wouldn't want to be born in 1947 India, definitely. I would want to be not want to be born in 1800 India, definitely. I am very happy in 2020 India in spite of the multiple problems we have. So let us leave everyone with a positive note. So where do you see a glimmer of hope? Oh, oh, that is such an important question because I think everywhere that I've gone to give lectures, this is this is something that the interviewer always ends the note with because I think you know this is why people like you and I we we work because work in this field because it is that hope that keeps me going. It is that hope that one day 
everything will change and if not everything at least better than where we are today i take up i took up writing so seriously 10 12 years back because i saw that writing could really make a difference and i will not deny that it has not made a difference it has um uh, but not to sound pessimistic again but kushal but the point is uh i have the power to write today and i make the story visible right but just because it's not been written it doesn't exist that's not true so the point is we keep t- talking about we keep writing about it but not with resentment but with the hope to you know spread stories love kindness that's how we should go about but a lot of times when we have this discussion uh uh people also tend to say i am sure you will get this in your comments that uh, you know oh northeastern people have not done enough they should know how to behave they should learn hindi they should integrate if you put the onus on the oppressed community on how to behave and how to integrate it is already your privilege position talking you know so for me what the last message if i can give to 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 your listeners would be it is it is easy always to say oh i'm not part of this problem ye mera problem nahi hai ye un logo ka problem hai ye government ka problem hai nahi if we are living in this country it is everybody's problem if a dalit is being murdered it is everybody's problem if a muslim is being killed if a northeastern is being harassed if a woman or if anybody on this earth for that matter is dying because there is an there is oppression in of any kind I think we all need to come together and really think about it. And for me as I say goodbye to you it's it's that hope. I I am quite optimistic in my approach. I wouldn't have left my job if I if I you know would, would wanted to just think for myself and keep teaching in the classroom. I always thought my job was larger than that. I always thought my goal in life is to educate people and uh, and and education for me is such a huge responsibility and i'm not expecting money out of it but i expect the world to be a better place that's why i do what i do and it is that hope that keeps me going nothing else yeah and and i and i really believe if if we make our stories visible we we make human connections i think we we will definitely arrive at that place one day yeah you know that's that's i i couldn't agree more with you and uh, guys uh, before we wrap things up a few last words for each and every one of you and this is my request and if you are a regular listener or a viewer of this youtube channel or you listen on the audio version you know me i'll always go on talking about these things because in my eyes every problem should be highlighted in my eyes in my view we should talk about multiple p- things we should reach out to each other we if we whether we like it or not we are in this together whether you're a muslim whether you're a hindu uh, and and you know me i'm not going to shy away i i i smash religion all the time on this channel i have problems with religion i have problems with all religions in different degrees but you know what but if somebody wants to reach out to me and have a conversation with me i'm always open and northeastern people have faced problems in this country to say oh you know falane ne kya kiya pehle apne aap ko dekh bulle shah was a famous sufi saint from punjab and bulle shah uh, used that line in punjabi he said vad andar vekho keda hai you look inside yourself and then you'll ask yourself the first question कि मैं क्या हूं पहले आई ऑलवेज थे लुक इन साइड एक्नोलेज द प्रॉब्लम वी हैव अ प्रॉब्लम इन दिस कंट्री वी हैव मेनी फॉल्ट लाइन इन दिस कंट्री वी डोंट हैव टू बी पेसिमिस्टिक आई एम नेवर गोइंग टू बी पेसिमिस्टिक आई एम नेवर गिविंग अप ऑन इंडिया नेवर गिविंग अप ऑन डेमोक्रेसी आई एम नेवर गिविंग अप ऑन लिबरलिज्म आई एम नेवर गिविंग अप ऑन फ्रीडम ऑफ स्पीच आई एम ऑलवेज गोइंग टू फाइट फॉर दीज थिंग्स एंड इन माई जॉब थ्रू दिस पॉडकास्ट आई ट्राई टू टॉक टू पीपल आई ऑलवेज रीच आउट टू to people who are raising these voices when i read her article let me tell you when i read gunang's article it hit me it hit me somewhere and and it shook me and i hope that when i've left the link to the article too in the description of the podcast by the way so i would request all of you to read it also because sometimes the listening experience and the reading experience are totally different so read it listen to this podcast 
And you know what? The next time you meet someone from the Northeast, reach out to them. Maybe ask them, kya haal hai bhai aapke? Kuch samasya to nahi hai aapko? Baat karo logo se. Unki samasya samjho. And as a person who is actually opposed to the left, I believe the solution lies rise outside the government. So who is the solution? You, I, all of us are the solution. We, the society, are the solution. So Gurang, first of all, thank you so much for coming and having a conversation with me. I really appreciate the view views that you put forth in the article. And you know what I'll tell you? I don't have to agree on everything with you, but I can assure yeah. you one thing. I will always fight for your right to have an opinion. Thank you. Thank you. I, it was my pleasure to share my story and educate everyone else. All right, guys, you know the drill. If you want to support the podcast, share it, like it. You can go on YouTube, join the membership program. You can go on Patreon, support the podcast. I'll try to bring out so many such conversations with very interesting people all the time. Until then, namaste, goodbye. See you on the Thank other you. side.